0: Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Pop Culture University, the university where you learn everything that is going on in the world of pop culture and see what life lessons you can learn for your own life from these celebrities lives. If it is your first time here, thank you so much for coming. You are so welcome here. Take a seat in the classroom wherever you would like. If it is not your first time here, thank you so much for coming back. I love you. I stand you. I'm in your fandom. And I mean that. I go so hard for all of you. You guys have really supported me so much these past two weeks going through my breakup. And I want to tell you guys I'm feeling a lot better. I'm feeling like my depressive symptoms are gone. I can get out of bed and do everything I need to do during the day. I'm feeling high spirits. And I really have you guys to thank for that. I got so many warm messages and just like advice and people shitting on men with me in my dms and it just feels the best i i do mostly feel better he did block me the other day and who knows the next time we're gonna speak to each other and i sent him like one last message two days ago and i was kind of crying while i sent it and he was like oh don't worry if you want to reach out to me you can email me (laughs) haha but he didn't give me his email before he blocked me so (laughs) who knows the next time we'll talk but you know what i guess no contact can be good as well oh my god some other crazy drama going on when it comes to Break up. so i have one brother he's older than me i just have one brother and he around the same time me and my boyfriend started dating he started dating his girlfriend but his girlfriend happened to be one of my childhood best friends which is very much so um my best friend's brother is the one for me yeah 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 from victoria uh justice from victorious very much that situation kind of awkward for me i was always in between them always like texting being the moderator talking about what this person is feeling this person's feeling and it's just an interesting position to play to be honest it did make me a little uncomfortable that they were dating because like growing up my brother didn't really like me and my friends very much so it was very surprising and it was just a sticky situation but now it's even more sticky because they're on the rocks and I don't know what's going on with them. So I have to be in between their drama and oh my goodness. It's like, I guess everyone is just going going through a breakup right now. But it kind of sucks because I want to help my friend. But you know, if I'm going to choose one side, I'm going to choose my brother's side. I'm so sorry. I literally have to. But if you're you're also going through that, let me know how you handle it. It's a very interesting situation um, when you have siblings relatively close in age i guess that shit can just happen honestly though if it was over it would just probably be less stress for me but anyway that's just kind of an update on what's going on in my life i want to take this episode to be a very special episode because we're not going to do what we normally do here which is talking about just these current events and then take life lessons from it i want to do just because it is my most popular thing i ever do on tiktok like i'm talking like hundreds of millions of views through all of these videos On TikTok, people always want me to explain more because you can really only talk for like a minute and a half if you want your video to do good on the For You page on TikTok. So I'm going to do a whole episode dedicated to conspiracy theories, but not just conspiracy theories, but which conspiracy theories I think are actually true. And we're going to talk about five of them. Conspiracy theories are the goldmine of pop culture because it combines mystery with celebrity, with fame and Just that like Illuminati sense of it it really encaptures the mystique that goes behind these celebrities' lives and what underground shady shit us public commoners do not get to see. I think they're all really interesting, and I put together five of them that I think are actually true, and I'm going to tell you why I think they're true in this episode. So get ready to be conspiracy theorists and start to dive into some of these sus situations. Uh, Keep an open mind during this episode, and I think you'll have fun. Before we start, though, make sure you rate this podcast five-star on Spotify and Apple Podcast. Uh, It's a Tuesday, Friday class, so always get ready to come back to class every single Tuesday and Friday. Screenshot yourself listening to it, post it to your Instagram story, and tag me, and I'll hit you up in your DMs and yeah without further ado let's get into the episode welcome to pop culture university class take your seats Okay, so I thought none other than the queen of 2022 should start out this very special episode of Pop Culture University, and that is Miss Taylor Swift. Now, there's a lot of pretty big conspiracy theories about Taylor Swift. Um, I made a really, like a few really popular uh, ones on TikTok that got people really talking. I was scared Taylor Swift would block me because celebrities have blocked me before after I say these conspiracy theories, because they can be quite treacherous, quite uh, scathing hot, I don't believe all of them are true. I don't believe the one where Taylor Swift is the reincarnate of the leader of the church of Satan. I don't believe that one, believe it or not. But I do believe in the conspiracy theory about Taylor Swift that she is a secret lesbian or at least a secret bisexual. She's into women. I know it. And it's shocking that someone who is so open with their fan base and basically tells us who the songs are about with the obvious details in her songs she wouldn't be open about the fact that she likes women and i think taylor swift she just loves love so much she's a hopeless romantic and her life revolves around it so i could totally see her falling in love despite gender i I truly don't think looks and the physical is what gets her going the most i think what's it called like a demisexual where you get off by someone's uh like their mind wouldn't that be great if everyone was like that but i think she is and she's even put out a few gay anthems and lgbtq songs like welcome to new york and you need to calm down she seems very accepting very open and willing to be a part of the community even more than just an ally but for some reason i feel like she is 100% hiding a relationship that she's had with two women not only do i think she's interested in women she's had two full-blown relationships with them and she's written them into songs and it's pretty fucking obvious that she's been in a queer relationship and I'm gonna tell you why so as we know she's famous for dating the most famous men in the world and writing songs about them so they can't show their faces in public anymore because they're too ashamed and as she should John Mayer and Jake Gyllenhaal I truly think should be in jail just for being the biggest fuck boys on the planet I never want to see them if I saw them in public I would growl at them I would hiss at them I would do the most non-illegal thing I could do to make them upset if I saw them in public. Um, Anyway, but she's written other songs about females. She's had two very famous lesbian relationships. So let's begin with the first one. The first one is the woman who looked camp right in the eye. And it kind of goes along with the stereotype that gay people like to date people who kind of look like them. I'm sorry for people who fall into that stereotype. There's no shame. You just have self-love. And I and I love you for that. I support you. And that's Carly Kloss. Carly Kloss is a ex-Victoria Secret supermodel. She's one of the biggest supermodels of the last decade. She's now a host. I know she's hosted a lot of things. She's a famous meme, but honestly, one of the most famous things she's known for is her relationship to Taylor Swift. And let's just start at the very beginning. So Taylor and Carly started to get into each other's business around 2013 when they began flirting on Twitter. Taylor tweeted that she basically wanted to get to know Carly Kloss from what she's seen of her on TV. She was getting in the stirrups just looking at her. And she tweeted that she wanted to bake cookies with Carly Kloss. Cookies is how Taylor loves to lure in the women. And I think like baking cookies is like lesbian lingo for wanting to scissor. Clearly. Anyway, Carly responded on Twitter, so publicly, your kitchen or mine? Ooh. <laughs> your kitchen my right? Ooh. damn! That sounds like a hookup to me. If I saw two people exchange those tweets, I'd be like, "Oh, They fucking... Anyway, so they hung out and they baked cookies and probably tossed salads and all that. So, that's all we knew that they did at first. But then, after that, they must have turned into best friends because Carly was not only a part of Taylor Swift's, like, 2015 Girl Squad, but also, they just went everywhere together. Like, Carly was the number one friend. She was the really special friend of Taylor. They'd go to photo shoots, events, the Mech Gala, award show, the Billboard Awards. They were, like, holding hands the whole time. When... Taylor performed at the Victoria's Secret fashion show. They, like, held hands and gave each other, like, a really sensual look as she walked by. But more than usual, it it was a look like, is now the time to tell everyone, like, we know something in this room that no one else knows. Then they got even closer and it is a stereotype that lesbians move super fast but i feel like they really were like they were going on road trips together alone who goes on a road trip together alone with someone that they really just became best friends with that year that's very intense to me and it sounds like more than that um they would like go to the woods together horseback riding together doing all these mountain things it's totally l- it's totally lesbian instinct to go to the middle of the woods and hook up like duh they would draw hearts in the sand with their name in it that would say carly plus taylor taylor even said that she had a room for carly in her house like she didn't just keep a toothbrush at taylor's place she had a whole room for carly at her house and this is all factual information that you can find on the internet how close these two were they were like those two puppets that everyone knows were clearly dating bert and ernie is that their name yeah then they would post photos of them kissing on the cheek but like a lot because if you're having a secret closet relationship that's the most you can do pda wise kiss on the cheek while still getting your fix and you know wanting to show your love and everything like that but then what sealed the deal for me i i was like a non-believer for some reason like growing up i would always assume everyone was straight i i, I don't know why i was so stupid for that i like even people who are clearly gay in high school people would tell me be like no they're straight they they told me they're straight like duh they're not lying they're straight so i just totally thought they were straight but now i'm like mm, everyone's gay There was a photo of them kissing at a concert and they thought that they were in some like private back uh, like balcony room that no one could see them. But someone took a photo. I'm not going to say this is fact that they were kissing because both of their blonde bobs were hiding their lips, but it, it was factually them and their faces were so close. Like they were kissing. I think someone on Taylor's team tried to cover it up by saying that they were like whispering in each other's ears. No. Google Carly Claus Taylor Swift kissing. You can't tell me they weren't. They just couldn't hide the secret anymore. Oh, they had to kiss in public. They were risking it just for that little quick kiss. And that's the kind of passion I love in a gay relationship. Anyway, let's get into the songs that they um, that Taylor clearly wrote about Carly Claus. So the first song is "Welcome to New York." The first time Taylor ever showed any hint of like accepting the LGBTQ in her songs, she previously had a song "Picture to Burn," where it was actually the opposite. It seemed like we didn't we didn't know we were safe around Miss Taylor, Miss Toler, if you know what I'm saying. When she said in the original version of "Picture to Burn," she goes, "Um, something about I'll tell your mom that you're gay." tell your mom that you're gay by the way i hate that stupid old yeah so anyway and welcome to new york taylor swift sings took our broken hearts and put them in a drawer everybody here was someone else before and you can want who you want boys and boys and girls and girls ah! So that was quite interesting. Like, did Taylor have her first lesbian experience in New York? Yes, because that's where she met Carly Kloss. And she had an interview before where she was like, the inspiration I found in New York for the song Welcome to New York was unlike any inspiration I've ever found before in my life. And you know what she's never found before in her life? The clit. I'm sorry, I had to. (laughs) A woman to love. That's who she's never found before in her life. And Carly Kloss was that woman. The next song, which even just like is so obvious, is Cornelia Street. If you've never heard the amazing anthem, Cornelia Street, Taylor basically sings that she, while she lived in her house on Cornelia Street in New York, she loved someone so much while she lived there that if they ever broke up, she could never walk Cornelia Street ever again. And baby, I'm so terrified Uh, if you ever walk away, I never walk Cornelia Street again. And guess who lived less than a mile away from her on Cornelia Street and would even have a room at her place to stay when she went to Taylor's house on Cornelia Street? Carly! Motherfucking cloth. And when Taylor gave like a little bit of like inside photos of her place on Cornelia Street, there was a framed photo of Carly. Sounds like two people madly in love, if you ask me. Lastly, this is the one that sealed the deal. Her song, Cruel Summer. No one really knew what this was about. Like when I first heard it, I was like, who is she talking about? What guy does she have to keep a secret to love? Because in the bridge of one of her best songs of all time, which is Cruel Summer, she sings, I'm drunk in the back of the car and I'm crying like a baby coming home from the bar. Said I'm fine, but it wasn't true because I don't want to keep secrets just to keep you. I snuck in through the garden gate every night that summer just to seal my fate. And I'll scream for whatever it's worth. I love you, ain't that the worst thing you've ever heard? Oh my God, she's such a poet. Like, Shakespeare, I'm not even kidding. He sucks compared to Taylor. I'm not even fucking kidding. He's trash. Like, he could never write Cruel Summer. But Taylor Swift could write "Midsummer." Guess who had a garden gate in the back of their place in New York? A gate with flowers surrounding it. This is a fact. I'm not just saying this. Carly Claus And Taylor, there's photos of Taylor which you can just look up of Taylor walking into a garden gate in New York. Type in Taylor Swift garden gate. That is Carly Kloss's back gate. I snuck in through the garden gate every night that summer just to see my fate. Because for some reason she had to hide that she was in a relationship with Carly. I don't know if it was Carly who wanted to keep it on the DL, Taylor's team or whoever who wanted to keep it on the DL. Taylor's team is really controlling of what Taylor does politically and what political statements she makes. So for some reason she had to hide their relationship and she just really couldn't do it anymore. And I would uh, probably attribute that to them breaking up and they broke up in a way that like couples do, like they never spoke again. We never see them do anything ever again after that whole affair that they had. Like that's really not how friends fade apart. Like you would still catch up with them sometimes, see them doing things, but they really like never spoke after that. And I bet you it's because they, Taylor didn't want to keep secrets just to keep her anymore. And to me, she did date Carly Claus. I live in the universe. Like when I wake up every day and I make a bowl of cereal, it's it's with the thought in my mind that that did happen. That I live in that world where Carly Claus and Taylor Swift did date. And if you don't, like that's on you. But it's just a fact to me. Anyway, her other girlfriend was one of the legendary actresses in Glee, that cursed show, Diana Agron from Glee, who played Quinn. One of the most literal, like, Quinn shaped my personality and my, just, like, seeing how fierce Quinn was on Glee made me realize I'm gay. I'm not even kidding. Quinn is so legendary. She's so iconic. And no doubt, Taylor Swift wanted to date her. And Corey Monteith, RIP, was probably Taylor Swift's beard. Because Taylor was always at the, the set of Glee, visiting her so-called boyfriend at the time, who was Corey Monteith, who she allegedly wrote mine about no, she was visiting that set to visit Diana because she was in a lesbian relationship with her. Anyway, Diana tweeted that um, this is in like twenty eleven ish. Diana tweeted that she was in the kitchen baking cookies with this cat, and she posted a photo of a cat, and it was Taylor Swift's very famous cat. There was no mistaking that. As I said, Taylor Swift always always lures in women with cookies, and I'm sure they did eat each other's cookies that night. Do you know what I'm saying? Okay, so Taylor also tweeted that she has an inside source at Glee that tells her like what's going to happen on the show and when she should tune in. And that inside source clearly is Diana. And then here's the obvious part. Taylor Swift has a song, Holy Ground, where she sings the lyrics. Ho- holy Ground is on Red. She sings the lyrics, I left a note on the door with a joke we made and that was the first day. And that song is about a love that is so sacred, it's like Holy Ground. And... Somewhere along the line Diana posted a photo on Instagram of her door after a party that she hosted at her house that Taylor Swift attended. And on that door all of her friends wrote notes on the door. And Taylor, as you can see in a photo, it says signed like by Taylor Swift and it's a joke. That apparently is an inside joke between Diana and Taylor. And it's literally on Diana's wall. Just like the lyric said, I left a note on the door with a joke we made. And that was the first day. That was a Halloween party. So I guess they started dating around Halloween 2010, 11-ish. So not only is holy ground about Diana Agron, but also Taylor's song Wonderland on 1989. On Wonderland, she sings, fell down a rabbit hole. You held on tight to me. Didn't they tell us don't rush into things? Didn't you flash your green eyes at me? Haven't you heard what becomes of curious minds? So we went on our way to in love to think straight. So we have a lot to dissect there. First of all, Diana Agron has an Alice in Wonderland tattoo. So she's very much in love with Alice in Wonderland. And she has green eyes, very famous green eyes that I've seen in Glee. And the lyrics, haven't you heard what becomes of curious minds? Like they're curious about their sexuality. And then the line, too in love to think straight because they're thinking gay. Oh! That, to me, is just more proof. T- Diana Agron was even asked about if she's dating Taylor Swift on the Jimmy Kimmel show. And she kind of played it off and played it cool, but, girl, we saw through that. <laughs> and how does Taylor Swift work into this love triangle? I don't know. Are you dating her? No, but... <laughs> that would be Wouldn't great. would be juicy? Hi, Taylor. <laughs> so, yeah, in my eyes, Taylor Swift has dated two women, and luckily, you know, I guess... Maybe she'll never need to date anyone ever again because she's found love with Joe Alwyn. But it would be very interesting if Taylor would ever go back to women or if she's still feeling that way. Maybe she just experimented. I don't know. But I think Taylor Swift, I know Taylor Swift has been with women, but she tweeted on her 25th birthday to kind of put these rumors to rest. Quote, as my 25th birthday present from the media, I'd like for you to stop accusing me of dating all of my friends. Wow. Wow. I think that was about Carly Kloss because she was getting a lot of heat around that time for dating Carly. But it's just a little interesting. Obviously, if you're not going to want to you, you know, tell the world that, that's what you would tweet, but it just seems too obvious to me. The second conspiracy theory that I think is crazy, but 100% true. There's no doubt in my mind that this actually happened. Of course, it's a conspiracy theory if anyone wants to sue me. I'm not saying it's fact, but it's a conspiracy theory that I think 100% happened. So, Marilyn Monroe is maybe the most iconic star of all time. She's the definition of iconic. The image of her alone is immediately identifiable by everyone on this planet, even years after her death. Marilyn Monroe's death was ruled a suicide, but it was not. So we're supposed to believe that Marilyn Monroe died of a seemingly purposeful overdose on barbiturates, aka sleeping pills that she apparently took 50 of on the night of August 4th, 1962, as she was found in her bed dead the next morning by her housekeeper with the cell, with the, uh, not the cell phone, not 1962 the, like, the phone with, with the cord in her hand and pills next to her bed laying face down. You can actually see photos of her laying face down in her bed on the internet if you want to Google, which I think is really fucked up. I don't know why those were, were released to the press, but if anyone's been exploited most in Hollywood, it's definitely Marilyn Monroe, and I really feel bad for her for that. But um, she was 36 when she died. People, it, it, it was common knowledge at that time that Marilyn Monroe had... A situation going on with sleeping pills where she would take them a lot kind of like Michael Jackson she needed to sleep just to get how much she was getting done done but because of her lifestyle it was hard for her to sleep so she was taking a lot of um prescription sleeping pills and apparently she was having she like just throughout her career she would have up and down mental health and would sometimes be hard to work with Factually, so it was kind of just written off as a self inflicted thing, and the public just kind of accepted that. They got the news and they mourned that Hollywood's biggest star has passed away. An iconic death, though, is just a part of being an icon. Like, that's how I would want to go. If I'm a legendary icon, I would know in the back of my mind that my death could happen at any time and that it will be iconic, but that's just the price you have to pay. You know, that's why I'm kind of surprised that Kim Kardashian. Didn't die in 2017 when she got robbed at gunpoint because that would have been like the most Kim Kardashian way to die ever, getting robbed at gunpoint during Paris Fashion Week because robbers were stalking her on social media and she was being too flashy with her diamonds. Like that would just be the like the most like Kim Kardashian way to go. I'm obviously happy she didn't, but it would have made sense. Do you know what I'm saying? Thank God she didn't though because I would have died because I live and breathe for her. But um, yeah, an iconic death. So guys, if you plan on being icons, students you will die an iconic death, but it's legendary. But anyway, her death has been speculated over for years and years and years and years and years because her family was immediately suspicious of her sudden passing. First of all, because she was in very good spirits around the time that she died, and that was a fact. There was a lot of people around her who were just really saying how great she was doing. She was actively setting up meetings to discuss her future and her career. And she seemed really excited about it because her career was taking off at that moment. She just won her first golden globe. You can uh, look up the photo of her at the golden globes in 1962. Kim Kardashian wore that dress that she wore to that event to the Mekala after party because Kim is like obsessed with her and wants to like literally be in her skin. Um, She was talking about how she was so excited to be a mom and all she wanted to do is be a mom and she was trying to get pregnant and her career was just really doing amazing. Like her relationship with her family was good. So it was just very suspicious. And let's talk about some other suspicious circumstances. And by the way, I'm going to end this segment with Marilyn on the biggest shocking note you will ever hear in your life. It will convince you that she was murdered. So there were some very suspicious circumstances about her death. One being that Yes, she overdosed on pills, but there was no cup of water in her room to get these pills. And her door was locked. There was no like faucet for her to just like take these from. There was not a bathroom in her room. There was nowhere for her to just easily drink these pills. And she wasn't going in the kitchen to get water over and over again or going to the bathroom to get water over and over again. So how did she take them? Another thing that's interesting is that the coroner found no barbiturate residue in her stomach. When he was doing the autopsy, which she would clearly have if she ingested them via mouth. And, you know, you can get you can inject that same substance into your bloodstream to help you go to sleep. But I guess you can also inject that into your bloodstream if you want to kill someone and no trace would be found in the stomach. Interesting, right? All I'm going to say is interesting. <laughs> People were also bribed to be silent Because there were police, yes, that showed up to her house that morning that it was announced she was dead. And there was a coroner who wrote a report that said he thinks it was a suicide. That is all fact. He signed off on it, signed, sealed, and delivered. That was the news. But decades later, the coroner who literally did the autopsy. This is a fact, you guys. I'm not making this shit up just because I'm a twink on a podcast. I'm not making this shit up. This is real life. The coroner said that the first autopsy he did was thrown away and replaced by a fake one that he was threatened to sign. He didn't say who he was threatened by, but he said that the people who threatened him said it will be very bad for his future and his family's future if he does not sign this. Basically, they will kill everyone he loves if he doesn't. I would sign it. Also, decades later, the first police officer who got to the scene the day that she was found dead said that he thinks someone who she trusted injected her with barbiturates and got very close to her that night because he found marks on her neck. But of course, that was written off too as just, oh no, she injected, she ingested them. Hmm, very interesting. That's all I'm gonna say. But why, why would someone wanna murder Marilyn Monroe? She's fabulous, she's gorgeous, she's all we wanna be. Shouldn't we just wanna watch her live her life because we just get our pleasures from her photos? Like, don't we just wanna love maryland no in the year before her death maryland was highly speculated to be having an affair with president jfk and we know he was shady we know all those kennedys were shady as fuck they were the shady bunch they're shadier than the clintons killing people p- people going missing having plane crashes right before very important days or whatever they were very shady jfk though had to break off his affair his alleged affair with Marilyn Monroe because he couldn't ruin the Kennedy brand. They needed to be squeaky clean. They had to pretend like he was just in a happy marriage with his wife, Jackie, who probably wanted to eat Marilyn Monroe- Monroe's face off. Jackie was apparently getting very upset with his obvious affair with Miss Marilyn. So they had to call it off before the public could ever confirm this. But just hold on. She was also then allegedly in a relationship with Robert Kennedy. She was a brother Hopper. She said if I can be with JFK, mm, same bloodline please. She went to Robert Kennedy, the younger brother who was not the president but he was still I forgot like what his position was, but you know, he used the nepotism and shit to get in a really nice position at the White House as well. The younger brother Robert was also married. So they were both risking it all for Marilyn. And uh I would too That's the baddest bitch on the planet. Marilyn grew very attached specifically to Robert Kennedy, who she had a longer affair with. And then when Robert decided, you know, I can't leave my wife for you. I'm so sorry. They had to cut it off. Marilyn was very upset and started to get messy. And she was basically starting to threaten that she will expose them. The Kennedys were like, no way. You're not going to expose us. Like, you wouldn't do that, Marilyn, blah, blah, blah. She started to get messy, as we know. She sang happy birthday to the president in the most iconic rendition of happy birthday of all time in the dress that Kim Kardashian lost 16 pounds in three weeks to wear. That's how iconic this dress is. She lost 16 pounds in three weeks. And in that performance, she was being very sensual. She was literally like grabbing her boob as she was performing it. It was like like the XXX version. the There should have been an E next to the happy birthday of this version of the song because she was being very sensual in front of all of America while performing this. And JFK was in the front row and she was like, Happy birthday, Mr. President. Happy birthday <laughs> to you. Happy birthday to you Happy birthday Mr. President Happy birthday to you And JFK was a very, was apparently very angry with her for doing this because he saw it as exposing them. He was like why would you perform something so sexy to me? That is going to make everyone think that we had some sort of physical relationship, that it was some kind of romantic thing because you wouldn't perform for someone like that. If you didn't have that sort of connection, his wife was also apparently very upset by this and said that she may as well have been making love to her husband in front of all of America. After that, JFK and Robert Kennedy had to cut her off completely and so she got so upset she was going to expose them with like proof and receipts that she was actually in a sexual relationship with both of them so the kennedys had to have her killed which if anyone has the power to do so it's the kennedys let's not joke ourselves i 100 think that this happened and the conspiracy theory goes that they got the police officer the coroner and her housekeeper eunice in on it They probably paid her off or like threatened her to kill Marilyn. She probably did not want to because, you know, that's on some homicidal shit, but she kind of had to. So what people think happened is that, well, Marilyn was trying to sleep one night. She wanted barbiturates. Her housekeeper went into her room, said she was going to help her and then just injected her with the lethal dose that she was provided. Her neighbors even say that they heard a woman scream that night around 3 to 4 a.m., when they think it happened. Why do I feel like everyone gets murdered between 3 and 4 a.m.? Like, that is the time to, like, watch your back. Right? I feel like anytime someone gets murdered, they're like, it happened sometime in between 3 and 4 a.m. Why don't people just get murdered in broad daylight? Or, like, during the day? Well, I guess JFK did get murdered in broad daylight. <laughs> Never mind. He deserved it. Just kidding, huh? Anyway. um, Yeah, every step of the way, they just covered it up. Everyone was on board to just keep this lie and um the housekeeper literally fled the country after this so i don't know you know what that says but it's pretty obvious but the biggest piece of evidence that marilyn monroe was murdered that's going to shock you is that vanity fair released marilyn's diaries that they found in her house or wherever in the archives they found but this is 100 percent fact that marilyn had a diary that said that she was afraid that members of the kennedy family would kill her damn i mean that's enough proof to me If the Kennedys were still alive and I was the president, I would lock them up. I'd be like, "Mm, we don't need a trial. You're going to jail. If looks could kill, Marilyn would have killed them a long time ago, but they got her first. She got got. And that pisses me off, but I live in the world where Marilyn Monroe was murdered. And I think we should respect her honor by also just all believing that she was murdered. So I think that's 100% true. To Daddy, yes, my heart belongs to Daddy. So I simply couldn't be bad. Yes, my heart belongs to Daddy, Dad, 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 Dad. So I want to warn you, laddie, though I know that you're perfectly swell. That my heart belongs to daddy. Cause my daddy, he treats it. Famous lesbian pilot who was the first woman to attempt flying around the globe, which is a very lesbian thing to do. That closet was glass. Did not completely mysteriously disappear on her last flight. But instead, she was eaten by giant crabs after crash landing. So let's get into it. As we know, Amelia Earhart um, is a very famous pilot because she is known as the first woman to attempt flying around the globe. I feel like we learn about her in school. She's kind of a part of American history. We all know the story of her mysteriously disappearing. There's conspiracy theories that she's actually a spy or... She flew over the Bermuda Triangle or whatever. There's a bunch of conspiracy theories about why she disappeared. But the one that I believe that I actually just think is like fact, like biology fact, is that she died and got eaten by crabs and they found her body. So let's get into it. So on her flight around the world, wait, when did that happen? I don't, I don't know what year that was. Like, when did she live? Amelia Earhart? flight around world date when is this okay so 1937 oh my god so like a war was going on she she was like oh i cannot focus on this war i have to focus on myself she was really flying through all the battlefields trying to dodge bombs that were falling Mm -mm, she's a bad bitch she was really trying to do something that you know no one else have done in her story but um yeah she was trying to break that record and the flight was really going great she got all the way to like china ish she was she started on the west coast of america and she was trying to break the record to be the best pussy popping pilot to go down in history. but instead she went down in flames so she was almost done she was about to return to the west coast where she started and she had to fly over the pacific ocean first which is the biggest ocean in the world out of like the seven oceans or however many there are But the wind while she was flying over the Pacific Ocean was way stronger than they anticipated that day. So the flight was taking way longer and using much more gas than it was supposed to. It was guzzling that shit up at a very concerning rate. She was supposed to stop halfway over the the Pacific Ocean to get gas. There's an island called Howland Island that is like right in between uh, like, right in the middle of the Pacific Ocean that she was supposed to stop on, but she didn't have enough fuel to make it there, and there was, like, another plane following her just to make sure that she was okay, and they were, like, radio, plane, communicating with each other, but that was starting to break up because of the weather and the distance, and something about, like, her plane was just not functioning all the way, so her voice notes, I mean, she didn't send, like, voice notes, this is, this isn't, like, the fucking iPhone in the notes app, but, um, like the, the, the messages she was sending to the other pilot were starting to not go through. So he was like, where is she? Oh my God, I don't know where she is anymore. One of the last, the last message he got from her was her saying, I'm running out of fuel. And she was like freaking out, apparently. So just based off that, you know, it seems like she didn't disappear. I think we can all agree what happened here. That's like saying like Nicole Brown Simpson disappeared. Like she didn't just disappear. She died. So instead of landing on Howland Island, she had to land on, allegedly, like this is, this is the conspiracy she was flying on the same coordinate path as an island called Nikumaroro Island. And that is pretty close to Howland Island, but it's a little closer to where Amelia was. And it's a fact that she was flying on the same like longitude and latitude line as that island. So it's theorized that she crash landed onto Nikumaroro Island, which is a really little, little island in the middle of the Pacific. It is population to zero. No one can really live on this island because um, there is a unfortunate inhabitant of that island. And what inhabits that island is giant killer crabs called coconut crabs. These things are mats. Like, think of a crab. Think of Mr. Krabs when he took off his skin and he looked, like, fucking ugly. Think of, like, that, but, like, three feet wide and like three feet tall and scary. Like they look like Vecna. They look like an evil cyclops monster and they can factually break human bones with as much force as a lion's jaw. They're way too powerful of creatures and their claws are like, like bro. Their claws are like the size of like three baseball mitts. They're huge. Um, if you ever see in a bear in a fight with a coconut crab, help the bear because they're going to lose. But yeah, she crash landed on that to that Island. And it seems as though she (laughs) became food for coconut crabs because they are not afraid to cut a bitch. And people now think this because scientists have been researching into her disappearance ever since it happened. They would always visit around where they think she crashed And they visited to Nikomororo Island. And three years after she disappeared, they found human skeletal remains, literally, on Nikomororo Island. Um, And that's very interesting because, like, humans don't just get to Nikomororo Island. Like, who was there? Like, how did they get there? It had to be something crazy that they got there. And it was skeletal remains. And it was not just any other skeleton. It looked like a skeleton whose bones and body were, like, ripped apart by something, and they think it was the crabs who were snacking on her as an appetizer. And they weren't sure if it was her body at first. Um, scientists were, like, examining the body. And they think the body, like, just based on its height and its, like, features and everything belonged to a woman around, like, 5'7 who was probably white or from, like, Europe or something. That's what they were thinking. And, you know, that would be Amelia Earhart. But they weren't sure. And then in 2017, a forensic anthropologist examined the bones and determined that they were almost definitely Amelia's based on the bones. Biology matched with what we know about Amelia's biology. So the fact that a literal forensic anthropologist said that they are almost definitely hers, crazy. Like, it's crazy that this mystery is solved by giant killer crabs. That is such a horrible way to go. Like, how... That is like an unfathomable way to go. Crabs, something that you never think you'll have to face. It's kind of demoralizing, like being eaten by crabs. Because obviously crabs can like pinch you and everything, but they're really going to eat me like a girl. Poor girl. I'd rather get eaten by a shark. Anyway, while they were looking, you know, researching the island, they found a lot of interesting things there. For example, a campfire set up by a human there. They found a device That pilots use to determine their longitude and latitude and that's literally equipment from um like a plane and then they also found landing equipment from a plane sticking out of the ocean like a few miles off the shore that probably used to be on the island but then washed into the ocean which is literally uh she was a pilot duh, it's hers and i'm not even lying they found a shoe from the same exact brand that amelia Earhart wore and they found a bottle of Freckle cream that Amelia was known for always having on her so she could rub the freckle, rub the freckle cream on her freckle filled lesbian face in between flights in between her butch lesbian flights. So it's true. It's true. It's 100 percent true. I live in the world where Amelia Earhart was eaten by crabs and I, I wake up every day accepting that that's fact. So um, R.I.P. Amelia, sorry you got eaten by crabs, girl. Oh, no. But good for her for having an iconic death. I mean, come on. One of the most iconic of all time. Like people were wondering about it. And they eat eaten by crabs. That's pretty unique. You have to have an iconic death if you're an icon. As we said, what would my iconic death be? Oh, what will my iconic death be? Oh, what will my iconic? I don't know. I don't know. I'll have to think about it before I like Hire someone to do it for me So I go out with a bang But yeah That is a conspiracy theory That I genuinely think Is real life Number four of crazy conspiracy theories that I think are absolutely true. Let's get into it. So the most glamorous star, the Marilyn Monroe of today, the billionaire dynasty of the one and only Kim Kardashian, the queen of America's royal family today, all started from a sex tape. Everyone went from bullying them, laughing at them, and saying they're disgraces but they aren't laughing anymore after seeing everything that was built from just that sex tape something that would ruin someone usually that everyone think would have ruined them did the exact opposite and that's a bad bitch move i've seen the tape it's all right it's not my liking she could have thrown it back more i don't know i'm i'm just kidding Clearly, I didn't like look at the tape in a way like, I don't know. I, I was just like, oh my God, it's Kim Kardashian. It's like the most viewed video on Pornhub, I believe. Yeah. It's okay. Anyway, you're not missing anything. Don't watch it. The story the Kardashians want us to believe is that that tape being leaked was a total accident and that Kim is a victim. And they've said that over and over again. I felt humiliated. Mm. I felt like... You know there are people who say that you put it out yourself. You know that. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, I think why would anyone put that humiliation on their family Mm -hmm. like that? Because what were you worried about most? Yourself or your family? My family. (laughs) Did you help Kim release her sex tape? It's okay, no true of course it's true thank you of course it's true all right kylie oh Oh, i like that we We cleared that up but who leaked it was it chris was it a stranger was it the other person in the video ray j ray j has always cooperated with this story that it was someone who hacked you know their computer or whatever maybe trying to get like a micro celebrity's sex tape Ray J was famous at the time. So was Kim, but neither of them were like a list super famous. So maybe someone was just trying to get a quick buck off of like B list celebrities to leak their tape. Who knows until now Ray J is not cooperating that story anymore. He was so pissed at the segment on the new Kardashian Hulu show Where Kim was making it seem like Ray J was the bad guy who's still trying to hold this over her head. On the first ever episode of the Kardashians Hulu show, season one, episode one, they had a segment where the drama that day was that Ray J's manager was threatening to release a more extended version and extra footage from the sex tape to the public. And Kim was very scared. I remember seeing these headlines on like Daily Mail months and months before the show even came out. And I was like, oh my God, that's crazy. Like, Maybe they do have another tape maybe there is extra footage because what I remember from the tape, though, the one time I watched it, I only watched it one time. I'm not going back to it. Is that like, it was like jumping around a lot and it seems like they were like out or somewhere before and like, maybe they filmed multiple scenes or whatever, but I was definitely worried for Kim. Um, but in the episode, Kanye West went and got the hard drive from the sex tape that Ray J had and like, he saved the day and gave Kim the hard drive so she wouldn't have to worry about it anymore. But the narrative that Kim was painting of Ray J was like ruining Ray J's life in 2021 when it came out. And it was losing him business opportunities. And he's a dad now, so he didn't really want to live like that anymore. So he just thought Kim went too far with the whole lie thing. She just she should have just left it in 2007 and you know let people make their jokes about it ever since. And of course, it will always be remembered as something with Kim, but She should have just let it be a little moment at the beginning of her career. She shouldn't have brought it into her new show. And I do kind of agree with that. Um, It's unfortunate that I feel like sometimes she doesn't think about Ray J's experience in the whole thing. Obviously, she says she's embarrassed, but maybe Ray J doesn't want to be talked about on the show, especially like she won't make Pete or Kanye be on the show, but she's going to keep talking about what happened with Ray J. I don't know. I definitely feel for Ray J. So he went apeshit on Instagram in 2021 and finally told the world all the tea that we wanted. And he said it was an absolute lie. It was a full lie. You guys, it was all lies from the beginning. It was this master plan scheme planned up by the devil herself, Kris Jenner and Kim Kardashian. He said they were both, they were both in on it. And from day one, it was a plan to boost the profile of Kim Kardashian. And they thought, you know, I guess they just asked Ray J if he would be down And I guess since he kind of had the young boy player persona at the time with his music, he was down for it. But he exposed every single detail of their, like, contractual dealings for this sex tape. And it was crazy. I was watching that live with, like, popcorn. Like, I was, if my phone was about to die, I was sprinting to the charger. It was, like, an hour-long live. I was watching the whole fucking thing. So he revealed that they signed contracts to distribute the tape. And he showed the full contract. It was like a three or four page full length contract. And he's not going to type up a fake contract just to get one over on Kim. Like he's not going to do that. It was something that he um, kept in safe keepings. He, he said that like he wore gloves on it. Like like whenever he handles it, usually he wears gloves because it's like that important to him. But um, he said that they negotiated their deals and everything. And they signed the dotted lines for deliverables about... What they are giving to whatever company that they sold this to, and he showed the contract. He showed that they each got twelve point five percent of the rights. They each got forty thousand. Sorry, no, no. They each got four hundred thousand dollars for selling the tape in the first place. Nowadays, if Kim sold a sex tape, it would literally make like five hundred million dollars. But um, he even showed on the deliverables part of the contract that they made three videos to make sure that at least one was good enough that the company could use. So it was that planned out. And the craziest part of this conspiracy theory that literally Ray J said on live is that he said, Chris Jenner, the momager of all momagers, watched each tape, all three of her daughter, which should be illegal. But apparently she did to see which one was the best and which one gave her daughter the best look. And she thought would do good, I guess. Taking your doing amazing, sweetie, to a whole other level like that's actually some of the most cutthroat hollywood manager agent type shit i've ever heard in my life like she says it's business she said but as her manager oh she didn't watch those as her mom she watched them as her manager also something else was that um kim's handwriting was on the contract kim wrote on the deliverable line Cabo, Cabo and some other place because those were the locations that they filmed it in. They filmed it in Cabo and it's actually Kim's handwriting. 100% that it's Kim's handwriting. So she wrote on that contract. Oh, Reggie said he, wore, he wears gloves when he picks it up because he doesn't want to smear Kim's fingerprints on it, which is insane of him. He was waiting one day. He said, I've been waiting for this one. Turn it up. And he wanted to just completely expose her. And just... I was just going to handle this shit legally, right? And just hit you in court and just get what I'm deserved from all of y'all being foul and trying to defame me. You want to play games with me? Okay, let's play. We're going through receipts tonight, Chris. we going through receipts tonight, Kim. This is the sex tape full contract. They done already breached the contract by talking about it. So let's talk about it. After he went off on that, it was the field day on the internet people were having a hallelujah moment always looking for a reason to take down the kardashians and they thought finally we have the proof it was a lie we hate them she has been feeding us a lie since day one and kim kardashian's whole brand is being genuine and this and that blah 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 so people were very very mad to say the least not only that but he also exposed text messages that he was sending to kim that same day and this is actually so juicy because He said that he would send Kim DMs before, but she would ignore him for anything that he would send to her. Um, But when he was on Instagram Live, like exposing her and then he DMed her, she immediately responded, which definitely makes someone seem guilty because Kim had to like go to his page, unblock him, like open their DMs and then respond because she knew exactly what was going on and she wanted to hide her tracks. But this is what he said to her. Why are you playing games, Kim? I've been nothing but a team player. We all had an agreement. Now you're trying to drag my name for your new show? And that ain't cool. It fucks up my business and relationships. When we sat down with your motherfucking blah, 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 and your mom, and we all planned all of this out together, now you are really taking this to this lie to the next level. And you're making me look so crazy. I don't want to expose the real shit that we did, but you are leaving me no choice. Kanye said you wanted the footage, and I gave him all the pics and videos and text from me and you back in the day. Now I realize this is another promo stunt for you. Unless you reach out to me soon, I'm going to take it to the level where it shows all of what we did. All of the meetings and combos about the plan. Date and time of our meetings and the whole lie you and Chris plans is the beginning. This is not a threat. You have taken this too far. You know what we did. Your mom controlled the whole sex tape deal. I didn't agree to this and because now you're making it seem like I'm doing it again without your control. All those fake tears, your fans trusting you to be honest and sincere, but it's all fake for the cameras? I was playing my part until you started doing all of this. Why are you trying to ruin me when you know I was just a player in this? You have to stop believing your own lies. I have to let the world know the real because you've taken it too far now. Somebody needs to explain the play you are doing to me ASAP or I will have no choice but to protect my brand and my family and expose what really happened. That's why I'm hitting you up like this. Out of all these years since the tape that we've been able to build brands and make a lot of money, you already got to the billies. Please, basically saying she's already made a billion dollars. Please help me stay in a positive light. I want my kids to be proud of me. They're two and three years old. They are innocent. Please don't make their dad look like a loser when you know that's not me. He sent those all in caps too and that seems like someone who's being very genuine as much as I want to believe Kim and think this is just another guy trying to get her for use her for clout or whatever. He just seems so genuine. He wouldn't fake contracts. He wouldn't be spamming her DMs like this in all caps seeming so really worried for his image and what his kids are going to think of him and how that's going to reflect on him as a dad. And now he really needs to make money for his multiple kids. It just seems like someone who's actually very worried. And I kind of did think it was shady for Kim to use that as the opening drama for her new series on Hulu. Especially, it was almost like Kim was trying to recreate the first episode of Keeping Up With The Kardashians in like 2007, where they were talking about the sex tape. It all just seemed kind of fake and fishy to me. I'm pretty sure that whole first episode was staged unfortunately that being said i mean i still love the kardashians and i want to believe kim but kim was really careful in her dms back with ray j because she knew that he was on this tangent and he was going to leak them to the public so she was not admitting fault or you know breaking the character or breaking the fourth wall because she thought she was safe in her dms with ray j who clearly they both know what happened she was still playing the part then so these are her DMs back. I completely understand and I appreciate hearing this from you. I want you to know that I wish nothing but the best for you. This has hurt us both in so many ways and I know we are aligned in wanting to move forward in our lives and not continue to be, b- to be defined by something that we did 20 years ago. Thank you for reaching out and my hope is that after next week when everyone sees the computer was given back to Kanye that this story will be dead and done with. It's crazy that she's still not admitting like the line where she says we shouldn't be defined by something we did 20 years ago. She's not saying like we didn't leak the sex tape 20 years ago she's just not saying that they did it's just very fishy to me but kim is so fucking smart and you know i guess that calmed ray j down or maybe they like settle or something because he kind of stopped going off on her about it after that ray j even exposed dms from kanye where he was demanding video footage and contracts from ray j to give back to kim so if kanye knew that there were contracts signed You know, it kind of sounds like he knew that this was a planned thing. So, Ray J really came with the cold, hard receipts. And we love him for that. He is a king for that. But, do I believe Ray J? Do I think he was being 100% honest? Do I think his receipts are real? Yes and no. I kind of do believe Ray J. um, His contracts weren't verified by a lawyer. So, we can't say that it's 100% fact that he revealed the truth that the sex tapes were staged and Kim and Ray J did eventually settle with an entertainment company after the tape already leaked in 2007 to then sell it to people. So they did factually sell the tape for $5 million, I believe to, I forgot what the porn company was called, but something entertainment. But, um, so they did have to do contracts for that and everything. So like maybe a part of me just thinks maybe he's showing the contracts from there agreement to sell the tape to oh it was called vivid entertainment to vivid entertainment maybe he's just showing those contracts and he's mad at her for bringing it up again so he has this motive to make her look bad you know the contract wasn't verified so i'm not going to take it as 100 fact from ray j that this is you know a, a scam but generally do i think kim leaked the tape yes i do 100 i think kim saw the success that paris hilton was i guess garnering or the public attention paris was getting after her sex tape leaked and paris hilton even said in an interview that leaking a sex tape quote it almost became a blueprint to become famous and that she saw her other friends do it after it happened to her so i think kim and chris were as they've admitted before very desperate for fame they wanted money i think they were scared to lose their beverly hills lifestyle so they would do anything to become famous and they saw it work for Paris, so they were gonna do it for Kim. And I think they do have the take a risk mindset where they knew it could totally ruin them, but they knew they could really capitalize it and they knew how to capitalize it. So I think it was a whole planned out thing, and Chris is just really a genius for getting behind it. I know it's like so immoral to do that to your daughter, but as her manager, you know, it's really worked out well for them. So I think 100%, I live in the world where. Kim's sex tape was leaked and I wonder if you guys do students do you think the sex tape was leaked or do you think it was filmed and set up I want to know Okay. So the fifth conspiracy theory that I just want to talk about really quick, I'm kind of just throwing this in as a bonus for one that I think is real. And it's so crazy that you guys are going to think I'm insane for thinking that this could potentially actually be a fact. And that is the fact that I think lizard people might exist. Yeah, I said it. I could see some weird ass, green ass reptilian people walking around this planet And I used to be a non-believer of lizard people, too. But then after I read about it, I'm like, hmm, maybe lizard people isn't the craziest thing. Lizard people, to me, are like ghosts or aliens. Like, people think ghosts are real. People think aliens are real. People think the Lackanus monster is real. It's kind of one of those things. Are lizard people actually a thing? So if you don't know, people basically accuse celebrity or powerful figures like Mark Zuckerberg or Elon Musk of being lizards. And what they mean by that, because, you know, why lizards? Like, why out of any animal would a human be a lizard? But basically lizard people are supposed to be a more advanced species of humans who existed on the earth during the dinosaur times, and then, which was like hundreds of millions of years ago or something. And then they left the earth and came back disguised as humans. And since they were so technologically advanced by that time, these lizards that have had hundreds of years to get smart and evolve they could come back as humans and be so smart that they could dictate and control the world with their intelligence people think they are so smart because they have just had access to more technology and more time to leave the planet and get all this wisdom and people think that lizard people are not like here to be friendly to humans people think that lizard people want to like control humans and are like the shady elite like the illuminati People are suspicious that lizard people want to plant seeds to destroy the world, spreading negative influence in pop culture, and are allegedly responsible for things like 9-11. I don't know if you've ever seen the videos, but there's videos of celebrities' eyes going from like round pupil eyes to oval-shaped evil lizard eyes, and it's pretty convincing to me. Maybe someone is doing really good Photoshop skills, but there's the video of Justin Bieber when he got arrested in court or in the jailhouse or whatever, and his eyes looked like lizard eyes, and there's videos of Miley Cyrus and Katy Perry and Beyonce all looking like lizards. You should look them up. They're very convincing. In a poll for how many people think lizard people are real, 12 million people said that they actually believe that it's real, and one man named David Ick actually wrote like 12 books about how he thinks lizard people are absolutely real and you know what i kind of believe it i think if ghosts were real aliens are real like i think out of all those things the thing that is most likely to be real is a lizard person because bro dinosaurs have been here for so long like do you really expect me to believe that they were running the earth for 60 million years and they never advanced long enough to leave the planet or develop technology no i know mark zuckerberg has a long ass lizard tongue in there he's even had to say before that He is not a lizard. Like, he's had to factually come forward and say, no, I'm not a lizard on one of his Facebook live streams. But I don't believe it. Like, I know he's Miss Kipling under there. People even claim that they saw Justin Bieber shapeshift into a giant reptile, um, complete with gross-colored scales in front of hundreds of terrified fans. Teen Vogue even reported on this conspiracy theory, and they were saying all the different... um, hand experiences that fans had and this is what they said justin looked like as a lizard his head shrunk and his eyes went black with a black stripe down the middle he grew a few feet taller and had gross colored scales all over his body it happened so fast but everyone saw it and started screaming and crying a lot of people were running for the exits someone else said he was hanging around with this big guy his bodyguard i guess and we were all just staring because he kept turning into a huge reptile His bodyguard was pointing at us shouting that he'd kick our teeth in if we didn't put our phones away and delete the video. So apparently everyone was made to delete their videos. What a gag. Justin Bieber's budgets for his tours are so big that he can turn into a lizard on stage. He's so powerful. I would love to see my favorite artist turn into a lizard. Like, what a fun, like, close experience you get to have with them. And I wouldn't even be scared. I'd be like, oh, my God, like, can we take a photo? I love... Lizard people, I'm such a fan. I don't know why people were screaming and running. It's There's nothing really scary about that. Someone turning into a lizard, do you not like lizards? That's kind of fucked up. But um, yeah, I mean, I believe it. I think, I don't know if it's 100% true, but I do think lizard people are more likely to exist than any other you know, supernatural thing. And I hope you agree with me and don't think I'm crazy for that. Maybe I'm a lizard person. Maybe I just ate some bugs. Isn't that what lizards eat? Maybe I just stuck up my big tongue and had my big green feet and scales before I started this podcast. Did you hear that? That's my lizard tongue. So, yeah. Not everything is what it seems. I also have a lizard boyfriend. And we're going to go have lizard sex. So, And I think lizard people deserve rights and deserve respect. Lizard rights are human rights. Lizard people rights are human people rights. And if Beyonce was still a lizard, I would still stream renaissance. Hunty, hunty, hunt, cut cut, 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 Fan me off. I'm hot, hot, hot like Coco Chanel. luck me up in jail. Uncle Johnny made my dress. That cheap spandex. She looks a mess. If she was a lizard, I'd still be going off. I'd welcome lizard people with open arms, so... All right, you guys. Well, thank you for joining me on Pop Culture University today. I know today was not a normal episode with like the life lessons and everything, but I just thought this topic would be so much fun. And I miss talking about conspiracy theories because I haven't been on TikTok for a little bit. If you guys want me to do another part of the conspiracy theory episode of which ones I think are false or just the craziest conspiracy theories or other ones that I think are true because I think there are a bunch of other really true ones and everything is not what it seems out there in the world. And I want to bring them to light. I'm such a conspiracy theorist the discovery channel even like hit me up if i wanted to like do a collab with them like that is how much of a conspiracy theorist i am so if you're into all this i would love to do this again there's so many great ones about like harry styles and avril lavigne and lord and you know just everyone princess diana michael jackson i would love to make another part but yeah until next time i'll do a normal episode uh tuesday and then on friday like maybe i can like switch it up again but um yeah, until then, I'm looking forward to the verdict in the Megan The Stallion Tory Lanez case so much. Oh my God, they said it's going to be announced today, but it hasn't. It hasn't been announced. I've been checking Twitter every five seconds to see what's going to happen. If Tory is not found guilty, I will riot. I will find him, and I will. Do bad things. I will be so upset. More than that, though, I don't want to hear all of his annoying ass, ugly ass fans talk about. Megan was lying. Megan's a liar. Blah. blah. We told you she was lying on Tory Lanez. She's a bitch. No, Tory Lanez is a bitch. He's a fake ass, snake ass, backstabbing, hating ass, no money getting ass bitch who shot a woman who needs to go to jail. And if you don't agree with me, I'm so sorry. That's crazy. Like I'm like that's crazy. Like I'm so sorry. Even gross, Candace Owens was like, "Yeah, Megan Thee Stallion was clearly shot." by Tory Lanez. But anyway, we'll hear all about that on next episode. Oh my god, I hope you guys have an amazing Christmas. We'll definitely talk about like how my Christmas went and um, celebrity Christmases and we'll hear about your Christmases or I will at least just like DM me about them. I can't wait to talk about the holidays with everyone and I hope you guys have the most amazing, peaceful time. Fuck all your worries. Fuck all the work shit. Like do not think about work at all this weekend. Don't think about your responsibilities or what you have to do in the first week of January or whatever, just genuinely have like the most joyful, not stressful thinking time. Like stop thinking this week is my advice. Just enjoy life as a human and spend time with people. Even if it can be uncomfortable spending time with your family, um, just get through it. Try to find the good in it. Christmas is a time to really try to find a reason why you love your family, even if it's just like a small reason. You know what I'm saying? Finding a reason why you think your family may not actually hate you or you may not actually hate them. So I hope you guys can do that and have an enjoyable weekend. And I cannot wait to hear all about it on Tuesday. Have the most merry of Christmases. I know. See you on Tuesday. Okay. Bye. Thank you for listening to believe.